Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the good news, here's Angie. Angie Austin here along with Dr. Cheryl Lentz as we head towards Christmas. It is an exciting time of year. Many people getting sick. How about in uh, your area there, Cheryl? A lot of your friends or your uh, foreign exchange students getting any uh, illnesses? Oh, absolutely. The the sniffle brigade has arrived. (laughs) I was just going to sniffle when he said that. Now, my husband... When I worked with him uh, in the news business, he only called in sick at the station where we worked like once in 11 years. And then prior to that, when he worked in Chicago at WGN, I don't think he ever called in sick. Well, he's been home um, for four days. And that's so, yeah, not like, it's not COVID though. But then I had enough. And it's not it. And that's funny because my doctor keeps saying, you know, when I, when I just, because I had all my physicals and she said, we're out of practice with the flu. And I chuckled at that. And I guess now I really understand it as we've been so isolated and focused on COVID that our immune systems kind of haven't paid attention to the other guys that are out there, you know? You know, he got five uh, vaccinations about a week ago and he was down for like a day or two. No, no, three. I did the five. He did three. But it really knocked him out for like, I say a day or two. Uh, But, you know... I was wondering if he had COVID because I know that the booster doesn't like work immediately, but he didn't have COVID. But my my daughter had COVID. It's her second time. And she's had both, you know, vaccinations. I don't know. I just, you have to do the best you can and keep washing those hands. And if you're highly, you know, um, if you're highly at risk, if you're at high risk, wear your mask or whatever you feel comfortable doing. I think I told you we had my um, almost 80-year-old aunt at the house and she's an anti-vaxxer. She didn't want to get a vaccination and she, while she was here because I, I went in with my mom to get the booster and she uh, said well don't you worry I will not blame you if I die it's like oh ah, thank you thank you well and part of this is is I think we forget because we we build that illness fatigue just like donor fatigue just like anything we're getting so sick of it we just want to talk about it anymore you know let the chips fall where they may that we tend to forget about this I went to a concert and took the kids on Sunday down at the Chicago Music Institute and I was very surprised that they required everyone in the office or everyone in the audience to wear masks. Not that I minded. I just have not seen that in such a long time that it was like, oh. You know, so. It's, it's so interesting you mentioned that because you sent me the flyer and I thought, well, first of all, how cool that this concert's free with musicians right. of this caliber. And then right. when I saw that you need to wear a mask, I was like, wow, are things changing in Chicago? Because we're not wearing them here, but it just happened to be this venue, huh? I think it was this venue, and I think part of it may be, although I'm making some assumptions, which is my chuckle for the day, is that this is an older crowd. And I've seen older crowds, I mean, even here in Chicago, when we had things like at the Lyric Opera, like the ballet, like, you know, the symphony orchestra, which is typically appeals to the baby boomers and older crowds, 65 and older, they are, were not only requiring masks, they were requiring vax. And if you weren't and didn't show your card, you couldn't buy a ticket. And, you know, I so heard some things. I'd heard, too, that they had um, become, I guess I want to say, more lax, but less stringent on cruises and things like that as well about providing, you know, information about vaccinations, et cetera. Uh, 
and then that test that many people have to get right before they get on the ship. I have to say that um, one thing I really do appreciate right now is that we have had access to those free government tests. I did go into order more, and the funding is no longer there. So you can't get them for free anymore, but a lot of times you know, your insurance covers them, blah, blah, blah. But with us it's having them... It's inconsistent, you know? I mean, my one of my kids went to the Bulls game last night. 20,000 screaming fans, not a mask among them. Hmm. Well, I was going to so say... With, with my daughter, um, having him in the house really helped because I did not think she had COVID because she's mm-hmm. vaccinated and she had it before, but she indeed did. And that really helped us because she had swim team practice at 530 the next morning. She had school. So we were able to isolate her right away. So these home tests have been very thankful for. All right. We're not going to have a ton of time in this segment, but you're sticking around for the next segment. So I just want to tease ahead of what we're going to talk about. Um, you what you tell us about that, what we're, you're going to teach us regarding t- texting and what you send out to your students. The art of texting. I do weekly, or at least I try to do weekly YouTube videos for my students. And the art of texting and making assumptions is really on the hot button at the moment. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, a lot of people, um, I've gotten into two family pretty big disputes over text. One family member hasn't talked to me now for a year. And actually, that isn't my fault, that one. Uh, the other one, it, it was a pretty big deal in our family that uh, my tone was misunderstood by uh, a relative on a very touchy subject and uh, very touchy subject. And I would just ask her to please respect my privacy and not to talk at the time we were estranged from my father for 35 years. And he would get information about us through other family members and gossip about us. And I said, she was like explaining to me, like, for instance, this was one when my dad didn't come to the wedding, she was explaining to me why he couldn't come to my wedding. I'm like, I don't want to hear like his BS through another person. And then when I, um, when I was having a baby that he didn't get the information from me because he didn't even speak to me. But then other family members were like giving info and stuff. And I just bothered me. It's like, let make him have the guts to call his family, his daughter, who's done nothing but been like wonderful to him, which she eventually did. But at that time, when I asked her not to share that info, she got really mad at me. I mean, it went like a year that she didn't speak to me and brought in all kinds of other family members to like, um, kind of try to get them to turn against me and not invite me to the family reunion over all that. You know, for, and, and she had like the perfect family, parents married 60 years, blah, blah, blah. It's hard for them to relate to what it's like to be abandoned by a dad for 35, right? You know? Well, absolutely. And that and that is a, a challenge when we look at how we use communication tools, which is my point, because it, just because we could just doesn't mean we should. <laughs> and you and I might be more direct than others. So, all right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a, a little break because I have another guest joining us and then you stick around because you and I are going to talk about this because a lot of people are sharing text and information as we head into the holidays that's for sure all right changing gears here well, as we've already started to see a busy virus season, as we were just saying amidst the holidays, it's important to stay on top of your health status. Joining us today is pediatrician Dr. Saida Amna Hussein, who is partnering with Abbott to share tips on staying healthy throughout all the festivities, including keeping Binax Now self tests on hand, as we were just saying how handy that is. Dr. Hussein is a board certified pediatrician, fellow of the American Academy of Pediatrics, and trusted expert when it comes to COVID 19 and how it has impacted children and families. Welcome, Dr. Hussein. Thank you for having me. Okay, so uh, these are so handy. You know, I've got a family of six, and one of the kids had to go to swim team practice the next morning. She was sick. She's already had COVID. She's had both vaccinations. Um, anyway, she did have COVID, and we, you know, brought out the test. I did it again, and I'm like, oh, 
Well, that surprises me. It was just so handy to have it on hand. And I hear uh, from another expert I uh, interviewed recently that we're kind of in this like triple threat right now with flu, RSV, and COVID on the rise. Yeah, so unfortunately, we do see viral season, respiratory season being cold. And that's because in the winter, these viruses really surge and they can really be hardy and stick around on surfaces. And unfortunately, now with some masks not being really needed or necessary in many settings and more and more mingling, we are seeing these viruses surge. That being said, I completely agree with you, Angie, that these tests are so helpful to keep on hand, especially because you wake up one morning, oh, your child has symptoms, you can reach for a accurate, easy to use test that gives you the answer and then kind of starts a downstream effect of actions that can hopefully help mitigate and stop the spread of the virus further. Yes, so much faster. I mean, if you want to go and get a test too, you know, through like our school system, they offer them fine. But at least then you can start isolating your child right away and making decisions based off that. So what what um, are some of the ways that we can be cautious during this season? Like like what I just said, I mean, that sure was helpful to us to be able to isolate right away. Right. So having access to reliable testing is so helpful. So going in your medicine cabinet, making sure you're reaching for items that are expired, toss those out, you don't need those, and get the health essentials you need. So by next now, COVID-19 self-tests are a great tool to keep in that medicine cabinet. I also recommend families, if they're traveling, making sure that you can toss one of those into your carry-on bag, your checked luggage, so that if you begin to develop symptoms, let's say while you're traveling or at someone else's house, you have access to those. Test early, test frequently, because if you're going to be around an elderly immunocompromised or those too young to be vaccinated, you can take steps early on to get the answer and determine if you need to isolate yourself from others. All right. Now, um, symptoms. It's confusing. Um, What's the difference between cold, flu, and COVID symptoms, and when are they really similar? Yeah, they can be so similar. And really, with COVID, it's tough because, thankfully, we are seeing many more people vaccinated, and that can make your symptoms a little bit more mild. But still... You're going to want to test if you do experience symptoms of cough, runny nose, congestion, fever. Those are all symptoms that kind of run in common with RSV, flu, and COVID. Hmm. Now, the difference is I test if it's going to change my actions. So with COVID, for example, you're going to want to test. If you test positive, appropriately isolate and follow CDC guidelines. And, for example, with flu, you know, I'm going to test a pediatric patient if they are potentially a Tamiflu candidate high risk, and they fall within the symptom onset of when Tamiflu would be an appropriate antiviral. Now, again, I have that conversation with families. It's on a case-by-case basis. But especially with COVID, you're going to want to know early on if you are potentially positive so you can reach out to those who you've been around and let them know, too. So in addition to keeping the tests around, anything else that we should keep on hand, you know, as family members are starting to get sick? For sure. So as a pediatrician, I talk about fevers all the time. So having a digital thermometer may be very handy, especially if parents are concerned and not sure if their child has a fever. And on that note, antipyretics, so something to help decrease the fever and a medicine syringe is very helpful too because those pediatric doses can be very exact. So you can draw it up and be able to quickly and easily administer the medicine. Now, for kids, it's really helpful to know that that mucus and congestion 
can be really bothersome, and they may not be able to blow their nose. So saline and a nasal aspirator is a great tool to keep. Those two go hand in hand. And again, hydration is super important. So I also recommend keeping Pedialyte, or a good oral rehydration supplement, so that you can easily provide glucose and electrolytes to your child if they're not feeling well to keep them hydrated. That's great advice. All right, if people want to get all of this advice, where can they go to get more information and all these details? So for more information on purchasing the Binax Now COVID-19 self-test, I recommend you either visit in-store or online at Walgreens, Walmart, or CVS. Excellent. Well, wonderful information. Thank you so much, Dr. Hussein. Thank you. Highlands Ranch is tuned to the mighty 670 KLT Denver. You can support a good cause, one rare find at a time. Make it your weekend tradition to take advantage of the huge discounts at ARC Thrift Stores. Making the decision to do your home goods shopping at ARC Thrift means you're supporting people with developmental and intellectual disabilities, but it also means that you're helping reduce waste, contributing to COVID-19 relief, and giving back to nonprofits serving your local community. By thrifting with ARC, you're shopping frugal and contributing to a generous mission of compassion, belonging, and empowerment for those with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Thrifting at ARC is sustainable shopping that helps pay it forward for people in your community. So take advantage of their awesome weekend discounts every Saturday and enjoy 50% off select merchandise. Visit arcthrift.com. That's arcthrift.com for information on the latest sales, store location, and hours. Angie Austin here along with Dr. Cheryl Lentz, academic entrepreneur. She just emailed her students and the the talk is texting and these ways of communication, the messaging, the social media that can sometimes not be taken the right way or maybe sometimes it should be taken off text and in person or over the phone so the tone doesn't get misconstrued. Hello there again, Dr. Cheryl Lentz. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, I'm getting very intrigued by my students' lack of texting acumen. And just because we do it often doesn't mean that we understand how to do it correctly, effectively, or that we're even good at it. Mm, 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 mm. So true. All right. So what did you email your students? Well, what started this is when I was texted both by two different students, one at 4.30 in the morning, one at midnight. And I got a little ruffled going, you know, just because you can just doesn't mean you should. You need to understand who you're messaging and who your audience is. And part of that is know what time zone they're in. Know that you shouldn't be texting me at 4.30 in the morning or at midnight or anyone for that matter, unless it's a family friend that you have permission, maybe a spouse, because typically early times spell disaster. Early times are emergencies. Early times scare the you-know-what out of you, and that's not appropriate. And I had a student says, but I need it on my to-do list. And I'm like, your to-do list is not my to-do list. You need to be respectful. And again, part of what I teach is using the most effective tool for the most effective ta- outline or uh, outcome. And many students don't. They do it because it's easiest. They send an email when they shouldn't. They send a text when they shouldn't because they don't even think about the modality that they're using. And that's where I'm trying to get them to think is if you have bad news, text isn't the place for it. If you have controversial news, text isn't a place for it. Text is a good place when I take my Japanese kids to school and I let them know that I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. It's a, hey, I'm on my way. They know I'm coming. They prepare quick, dirty, no opportunity for misconstruing anything. When you have a relationship 
when you have um, a family member, when you have a spouse and you say for four words, you know what you meant. They don't. As you started the segment, the emotions out of it, you don't know that you're being playful and they were being serious. And we take it and it was four words. A text is really supposed to be concise by design. But I will tell you, I have screwed up more than one relationship recently as a result of have text. you really oh yes oh yes i get i got yelled at a couple of weeks ago and i'm thinking <laughs> sorry it was really funny and i'm just thinking i am not a mind reader just and you're, what you intended and you're the professor and you're the yes, professor yes. oh my goodness oh, yes. I, I got called the task and part of the discussion is that they were right in some sense i responded based on the assumption i made of what they said what they said was the wrong assumption if it's and highly Okay, these are because you're probably more on like the business text or more. But if it's highly emotional family or, you know, maybe family that's not right there, but family across the country that if it's highly emotional stuff, get on the phone or get in person. Because I have learned my lesson. I also believe, Dr. Cheryl Lentz, that it's not a good idea to put. Uh, information that could be misconstrued in a text when it um, involves like a touchy subject, like Absolutely. regarding something at work, like something someone else said or did or the way something should be done and why you believe it should be changed to maybe uh, update the tone of a conversation so it doesn't, as they say now, trigger or offend someone. When you're starting to put things in you know, writing like that, then they can mi- misconstrue what you're up to. Does that make sense? Well, what I learned recently, because I have a new coach that I'm working with, and what I learned recently is they asked is, if you wouldn't tell them in person, you damn well shouldn't text them. (laughs) And I think that's perfect. Dr. Cheryl. I know. It's terrible, isn't it? Um, I actually had a student who was, I was sending out one-way YouTube videos from knowing perfectly well it's an asynchronous opportunity. It's a one-way dialogue I'm pushing out. And he sent a YouTube video back. And I'm like, no, this is not how this works. If you want a conversation, it needs to be synchronous. We need to be having the same conversation in the same moment, not having YouTube videos going back and forth. But he's very intimidated by me, and he's not willing um, to have a real-time discussion. And no matter someone what intimidated I'm able to do, I, by Dr. Cheryl Lentz, imagine <laughs> that. Yeah, I, I have not yet played a safe conversation with him that he feels safe in having a real-time conversation with me and And no matter what I have done tried to do I've not been able to do that yet but I have been able to teach him and to offer some things that maybe he won't do it with me but maybe he will do it with others so I have to model that behavior but I'm not perfect I'm the first one to tell you I've screwed it up and was clapping erasers after school two weeks ago for a very long difficult conversation of how much I suck at texting I'm like thank you (laughs) wow well in in my most recent one uh, a family member I think I told you last Christmas got really upset with us uh, because my husband when we came home in January he had COVID COVID again and and uh, she felt we should have notified her, even though he got it after we got back. And she didn't get sick. Her son didn't get sick. And the three anti-vaxxers we were with the same day we were celebrating together, they did not get sick. And so I guess 
to rupture a family relationship. Um, my nephew, I've been in his life for 22 years, and his father is my brother who is a missing drug addict. I mean, I, I know where he is now, but he was not in his life. So I, for the last 22 years, have gone to, flown out to California for his graduation, for his football games, invited them Christmas, let him stay with me over the summers. Like, I've really developed a relationship with him. Well, she decided then that uh, she was done with us because of this COVID thing, and she texted a little bit. My husband got on the text thread and said, hey, I think you've got your timeline wrong. Then she wrote back to him and said, he had his timeline wrong. And he said, well, I was the one with COVID, so I can pretty much assure you. He said, I I believe this might be about something else. And she's never spoken to me again. Wow. Well, and that's part of the point we're having is a lot of people get their feathers ruffled. Yes. And they make assumptions without talking out. And all it was might have been needed, there's no guarantee, is a, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I thought I was protecting you and here are my intentions. But regardless, all we have is the outcome to judge. We only see what was done. We don't see why it was done unless you tell us. And I think that I probably should have handled that way. But by the three months in when I didn't know why she wasn't speaking to me and I finally found out and then I thought it would like blow over and I texted them about something. But, oh, I sent you this. Or here's this cool picture of one of my kids getting an award. And she goes, I'm still waiting to hear back about uh, how you handled that COVID situation. I mean, that was very obvious to me in the text that she was still mad and was still good. So then, then I was kind of at a loss. Like, wait, so that's when all that, you know, those conversations went down. I could have handled it better, I guess, if she wasn't so angry and accusatory that I was so in the wrong. When I didn't even know that I, I, I thought it was well, a manufactured problem. How do you know if no one tells you that you yes. even I had a situation come up I shared with you on the air months ago of somebody that it was very second grade is somebody else told me that somebody was mad at me and I'm going, come to me and tell me that you're mad at me. And then when I offered an apology, I got it thrown back in my face. Okay, so and we're so almost it, out of time, Dr. CherylLentz.com. I've got another guest joining us, but I want to make sure the solution is speak solution with the person. Is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Think about what you're doing before you do it. I love that, Dr. Cheryl. All right, stick around. You might need some holiday uh, ideas. All right, you know, the holidays are here, and now is the time to get ahead of your holiday shopping for loved ones. I've got quite the Christmas list, I'll tell you that. With tech gifts at the top of many people's lists, finding the best deals is key. Oh, is it? Here to share some timely deals and advice for choosing the best mobile gift is tech expert Andrew Testa of Verizon. Uh, Testa leads the local communications for Verizon and is an expert on 5G, so we're partnering with with them today. Welcome, Andrew Testa. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Happy holidays. You too. All right. So I'm like in this whole phone, like, you know, like where there's six of us with phones. I'm trying to figure this all out this Christmas, how to do this all. So um, what is a good time to consider mobile tech gifts? And Andrew, I'm going to jump the gun here and say, my husband runs his own company, but he started. It's now publicly traded and his calls drop out daily. Think it might be time for him to get a new phone? I do. It is time. And and there's never really been a better time than now. I know really? it's, it's the holidays and, you know, everybody usually has uh, tech at the top of their wish list. Um, but the, the, the good news is, especially now, the holiday season and uh, you really don't have to break the bank to be able to, to upgrade your tech. So uh, Verizon's got you covered, whether it's a phone or some tech accessories. Uh, we've got it all. We've got some great deals. All right. So let's um, let's talk about what, what you believe to be one of the best, like what's first in line for holiday tech this year. All right. So if you're if you're looking for a new phone, uh, one of my favorites is the Google Pixel 7 Pro. Now, it's got an un- unbelievable camera. It, it's got this feature called the magic eraser. So think about like when you've taken the 
absolute perfect holiday picture, right? You've got your family. They're all smiling, looking at the camera. But then, oh, my goodness, you notice there's a photo bomber in the back. Well, what I love is this feature will automatically detect where the photo bomber is and then just a couple of taps, remove them like they were never there in the first place. It's so cool. And what's awesome is you can trade in your old phone and get this phone for free. Plus, you can get uh, things like earbuds, smartwatch, or a tablet included with that deal. So it's kind of like you get a gift for you and then a gift to give on Verizon. That's pretty cool. Now will it erase mother-in-laws? <laughs> <laughs> Only from the picture. Okay. It's good to know, like exes, mother-in-laws, whatever. Okay. Only from the got, – got it. That makes sense. All right. Well, that's a great deal. Something for you, something for someone else. All right. What about um, gamers? My kids do some gaming. Oh, mine do too. And, um, you know, I, I think the deal that we have on gaming is incredible. So uh, we have this thing called Xbox All Access. So uh, if your kids are anything like mine, they will play games for a few days and then they will just kind of get bored and never touch it again. And then you end up, end up having to buy a new game. Uh, well, with this, uh, you get uh, it's just twenty four ninety nine a month and you get a next gen console and hundreds of games included uh, and it's just, again, just twenty four ninety nine a month. So you can avoid that big upfront cost of the console, buying all those games. With this, you get the console, hundreds of games, and it's just twenty four ninety nine a month. Well, that's interesting. And so what you would normally pay hundreds of dollars for is included in your contract to do the games for the twenty four ninety nine a month. It, exactly. It makes it nice and easy and affordable. And I think, you know, for, for the variety, if you like to play a lot of different games, uh, it's a, such a great solution for that. All right. How about some affordable tech gifts? Yeah, so uh, speaking of affordable, so we've got really great affordable accessories. So, um, you know, you cannot forget about stocking stuffers. So we've got uh, up to 75% off phone cases and screen protectors. we got up to 70% off uh, like Verizon chargers for, for those, you know, battling battery anxiety. When you're down to like 5%, you don't have enough battery got to have a charger on hand yes um but we got bluetooth speakers and earbuds you've got all this stuff that's all on sale you're going to want to check it out at verizon i would have never even thought about the speakers okay all right um getting in there what what do you recommend for something like maybe unique or personalized sure so verizon has this awesome program going on right now we are partnering uh with local artists throughout the holiday season all over the country. And so we've got them at uh, select Verizon retail stores, and they will basically customize any accessory that you could buy. So think about uh, phone cases or earbuds, even a Wi-Fi router. They will do a personalized, customized, um, you know, hand-painted design uh, on your accessory. So, um, you know, it, it really will be a truly one-of-a-kind standout gift. Uh, and you can go to verizon.com slash holiday art and see if uh, we've got one of these in your neighborhood. That's awesome. My teenagers would love that. And with my mom, I could get one on her phone that says, um, figure out how to answer me. Or it could be, um, please get up off the couch and stop watching Judge Judy. So I could, you know, there's so many choices, you know, for my mom. (laughs) So, um, all right. I want to make sure people have uh, the info. Uh, So where do they go uh, website-wise for more information? Sure. You can go to verizon.com slash deals to learn more. And um, you're going to want to either visit a Verizon store. You can, um, you know, do in-store pickup. 
or, you know, of course, we've got two day ship, free two-day shipping as well. So you're going to want to come check us out, and, uh, you know, we hope to see you soon at a store. All right, Andrew. Thank you so much. I have one more question for you, though. <clears throat> you know, I, you may not recall, but I had uh, <clears throat> Verizon for 22 years and made the switch and want to switch back to Verizon. I'm overwhelmed when I go in there and I have six phones to switch over and possibly six new phones to buy. I'm sure that the new guy you've hired from the holiday for the holidays at my local store is great. But if you've got kind of a complicated order, like a couple of times I've been well into like some kind of transaction like this and they're like, let me get my manager. Let me get Susie. Susie is so good at this is it appropriate for me to like call ahead and say hey i have kind of a big deal like six phones and this that and the other who would be good to work with me because i know you just take a number when you come in because i feel like i get passed around sometimes a little bit just because sometimes i'm my order is complicated that's a lot of stuff at once no i understand so um we try to make it as easy for folks so you can actually come in and make an appointment for a, oh. a, at a convenient time uh and you can and you can let them know what you're looking to do. So um, you can absolutely do that. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make it a, a nice, smooth process for, uh, for switching back over. And can you do the appointment online or do you have to do it, uh, you know, uh, uh, in person? Yeah, so you can actually make the appointment online at Verizon.com. Okay. Um, and, you know, you go to your local, you find your local store and then you can make the appointment that way. Nice and nice and easy. All right. Cool. Thanks, Andrew. You got it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM 670 KLTT. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.